You Suck at Golf, and let me tell you why. I'm Avery Dovsik, your host of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast. I'm here to be 100% honest with you 100% of the time. Let's get going. I've always wanted to start a podcast, but I've always had my reservations. But I thought to myself, you know, if I don't do this now, I'm probably never going to do it. So here I am. And this is going to be a little rocky at first, but we're going to figure it out as we go along as you figure out why you suck at golf. But I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I want to talk about the first T and the power of positivity. And this might sound kind of dumb to some people, but I want to explain how this can correlate to your first tee shot. So many people get so worked up and so anxious and so nervous and so fearful over their first golf ball of the day. And I just want to let you know that that first golf ball you hit means absolutely nothing because it's one shot out of the entire round. And if you're going to let that define you, we need to talk a little bit more about why you're letting that one shot affect you so hard. That's not going to determine how you play the rest of the day. And I hate that golfer who hits their tee shot and let's say, for instance, they shank it into the trees and then they say some stupid comment like, oh, so this is how today's going to go. Really? You're going to let that shot tell you how today is going to go? You're going to let that one shot ruin your whole day? Nah, I don't think so. Not at least on this podcast. No more. Say goodbye to that. But I want to talk about the beautiful thing about affirmations and what those can do to help improve your game. I started doing this about seven months ago, and I'm working on it. I'm not great at it. And I'm constantly trying to improve on it. But what I do is I start saying things to myself in the morning, maybe before a round or before a tough day and just in life in general. And I start saying things aloud so that I hear it and I start to believe it. So I'm going to play well today. I am a great golfer. I am a successful person. I am motivated. Stuff like that where there's no question about it. It's not, am I a great golfer? It's not, could I be a great golfer? It's, I am a great golfer. It's shifting your mindset and it's shifting your beliefs into saying, you know what? There's no question about this. I am great and I'm going to be great today. There's no other option. It's raising your expectations and worst case, you do a little worse in your expectations, but if you raise them, how bad can it really be? I remember when I was starting the game and I started finally, you know, hitting a little lower of numbers, I would go, you know, I really just hope I shoot 80 or in the 80s today. And I was quite young at this time. And I would say these stupid things like, I wish I could shoot 80, you know, there's nothing stopping me from doing that. There's nothing different from me and the girl next to me. I'm tall, I can hit the ball way further than her. Like what's stopping me? I did not understand. I could not wrap my head around as why she was shooting 70 and I was shooting 80. And then it dawned on me, and it's still something I'm trying to wrap my head around, is it's all in between the ears. It is all mental game. So that's why I started practicing these affirmations, because that girl that I used to play with, those really good girls in my state, they knew they were good. They had people tell them they were good, and they believed they were good. They shot really low. They did things that impressed me and surprised themselves and got lucky bounces. And I was not jealous. I was, I really respected how hard they worked. But I always said, why can't I be like that? Why can't I be like that? It's like, well, you can be like that. It's all in your head. You swing the same as her. Hit the ball further than her. What's stopping you? 
So again, back to these affirmations. So I started doing that. And you know, I was like, I still haven't had that great rounds lately, but mentally I feel so much better and I don't get so angry on the golf course. I remember when (laughs) back in high school, I used to hit a bad shot and I would let that affect me for two or three holes. I would dwell and dwell and dwell on that one bad shot and I would never let it go. It was ridiculous. My dad said, he used to say, you know, you wear your, you wear your mood on your sleeves and if you're having a bad shot, we can all tell like by the way you walk and I never really understood what he said until someone took a video of me and I saw it later and I'm all hunched over and I look miserable and it really shows. Physically, that translates into mentally and now I'm mentally destroyed over one shot. So now that I'm not as a mental midget as I was back in high school, I've started to learn what helps these things. So a lot of you guys have an early tea time, let's say, and the night before you set your alarms, you have these big expectations of the next day. You're so excited to play golf, so excited, you can't get enough. And then your alarm goes off that next morning and you snooze it. (laughs) Why? You need to have good fuel to play good golf. You need to have time to mentally prepare yourself for the day and all these affirmations. Even if you're a recreational golfer and you suck, there's no reason why you can't surprise yourself. I'm sure you've hit a good golf ball in your life. There's no reason you can't repeat that. I read a really good book by Bob Rotella who said, your muscles have no memory in golf. It was all repetition and the repetitions made your mind believe that, you know, your muscles had memory. Your mind told your muscles that you know this is how you hit a golf ball this is how you get off the tee and it's no your mind just gave yourself confidence and just said you know you've done it a million times why can't you do it now practice 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 repetibility and going to the range and hitting golf ball after golf ball after golf ball and like I always hit so many golf balls when I was younger a couple hundred a day you know I remember my dad used drag me out in the morning and then we'd go later at night sometimes and hit so many golf balls but then I started getting kind of good and I started developing a feel and suddenly I wasn't second guessing things anymore because I believed it it was just a pattern back and through back and through back and through easy or you start going on the putting green and you know you sink 100 putts from three feet and now that one you're looking at for birdie doesn't look so bad you don't get so nervous So when you eat that good breakfast and you get to the course a little early because you're not going to snooze your alarm, you're going to get up on that first time because nobody ever got great from snoozing their alarm. Get up, you get there early and you start hitting golf balls. You start assuring your mind that you are a great golfer. You prove to yourself you're a great golfer. There's no question about it. You just do it. And you have a great round because you're prepared. And then on the first tee, you don't get so jittery because you've just hit 50 to 100 golf balls. Maybe you don't need that many. Maybe you hit 25. You hit a small bucket. But you've told yourself that this is how I'm hitting the ball today. And you're prepared. It takes that element of where is it going to go? Like, is it going to go off the toes? Is it going to go left? Is it going to go right in the bunker, in the water? What's it going to do? And it's like, okay, it could still do that, right? You might not hit it perfect, but odds are you'll still be a little more confident in your swing and where it could go. And I love the I love the guys especially. They play with their friends, which is fine. I mean, it's supposed to be a fun sport and relaxing. You're supposed to have a good time with your buddies. But <laughs> they have this group of friends who, mind you, they all suck at golf. Absolute worst. They don't practice enough. They go once a month, maybe twice a month on a good month if it's hot out. 
right? <laughs> they just get out there and then they start making these comments. Like they suddenly have a green jacket or something in their closet and they start egging their friends on and say, you know, you're going to shank it. Like, I hope you miss this putt, bet money or some stupid stuff like that. And they're so unconfident in themselves that they have to say these comments to make you feel belittled. You know, they want to see you fail because that's just going to make them look better. They want to feed their ego. They're not happy for you if you hit a good shot. They secretly are pissed because they don't practice. And they're wondering why, why is he better than me? Oh, maybe because he mentally believes he's better than you. Maybe he does practice. And I know a lot of people are so concerned about the outcome of that first tee shot. Where is it going to land? And am I going to have a good lie? And all these stuff. And they're so focused on the outcome that they don't even pay attention to the process. They would rather think about the result of something that hasn't even happened than think about the process. Or you have the people that overanalyze the process and think, you know, am I taking the club up too far? Am I following through wrong? Is my club face square? All these questions. But so many swing thoughts in their head, their head's going to explode. It's crazy. Trust the process. Keep your swing thoughts limited. So let's say you do all this and you believe you're a great golfer and you get up to the ball and you're still kind of jittery. You don't feel confident where that ball is going to land. You need to just pick a target and go for it. Don't second guess. Oh, maybe I should take a five iron. I don't know if it's going to get there. I don't know if it's going to get there. Back off the ball. Don't hit it until you're sure. If you're even second guessing one thing, back off the ball. No one's going to say, why is he backing off the ball? Someone's going to say, why did he shank it and why is he sweating? You're going to let your nerves get the best of you like that? No. Get off the ball. Rethink what you're doing. Take a few practice swings. Readdress. And hit it. Don't think about, you know, the wind's blowing so hard or maybe there's a tow truck behind you making all sorts of sounds. Like, it doesn't matter. If you were any good in a professional tour, people are talking, you know, having conversations amongst themselves. You just can't think about that. My dad used to talk through my backswing when we would go golf just because he was like, I can't have anything distract you. I can't have anything um, get in your head. Like, I should get in your head if anything. And it was such great practice, to be honest. I hated him when he did it. I was so annoyed. I was like, please stop talking. I just want to hit a golf ball. But now, if I'm playing tournament golf and, you know, someone's opening a bag of chips on the tee box, by the way, horrible etiquette, do not do that. It doesn't bother me, though. I let it go. Or I remember he would get behind me when I'm putting, and he would look at my line and stuff, and that really bothers some players. Again, horrible etiquette. Don't do that. But it would really bother some players, and... I'm now used to it because he made me mentally get over it. I believed it was fine he was standing there. I didn't care. I didn't have any opportunity to blame anybody else for my mistakes than me. But again, I'm not perfect at this. I've said comments to my coach like, why'd you do that? That made me hit this way. No, it didn't. (laughs) It's all my fault. It's nobody's fault but mine. I swung the club, not him. But what decreases all these mistakes is definitely... Your pre-shot routine. You know, finding a target. Focus in on what you want to do and where you want to hit. Stop worrying about, you know, all these other aspects of the game. If there's water in front of you or sand traps in front of you, focus on your target. I think so many people also just forget to breathe. They, I remember there was a sports psychologist who would tell me, 
to take two deep breaths before I hit a ball. And I said, what? You're, you're crazy. We get 42 seconds to hit a ball or something, and that takes up a lot of them. No, he goes in, out, in, out. It relaxes all your muscles. You stop worrying so much, it clears your head a little bit. So I started doing that, and it helped. I mean, I didn't necessarily shoot any lower, but my confidence over the ball shot up tremendously. And you just want to visualize the shot you're about to hit because you've hit good golf shots and you need to take your mind back to that time you hit that good golf shot. You needed to think your swing thoughts. Odds are you probably didn't have any swing thoughts. It was so effortless. You just need to close your eyes for one or two seconds. You know, calm your mind. A lot of professional players do this. And just having a routine is better than not having one. Just something you can repeat and get in the habit of doing will make you more confident because you're used to it. It's just as important as your actual swing. And like I said before, that one shot is not going to make or break your entire round. You got to hit good shots here and there, and you're going to have bad shots. No one can play a perfect game of golf without something going some way. They didn't want it to go. This one hole doesn't determine how good of a golfer you are. This one shot in front of your friends doesn't determine how good you are. It doesn't matter what your friends say. They're going to talk no matter what. They're going to talk in front of you, behind your back. They're going to judge you for everything you do. If those are the kind of friends you have. They're not supportive. You don't need them. <laughs> Take 2020 as being the year to get all these toxic people out of your life. If they aren't lifting you up, lift them out of there. <laughs> Take a crane. Lift them out of there. They're not needed anymore. And then another thing is just to play more golf. You know? Start playing more golf seriously where it matters. And you're just going to... you're emotions are going to leave you. You're not going to care as much. You might care on the good things, but you're not going to care about shanking golf ball. You're going to realize it's not as important as you once thought it was. So many people let things stick in their mind. And I think it's so amazing how all these random things stick in our mind, like theme songs or what you ate for dinner last night, or why is that man wearing a hat backwards on the golf course? All these insignificant things that (laughs) you let interrupt your game. And the more I analyze this and kind of think about it, and I say, you know, why, why am I thinking about all this stuff that doesn't have anything to do with what I'm currently focusing in on? Well, I think as humans, we get so obsessed with the amount of variables that comes with each of these things and how many different variations can go with it, that it amazes us and we're constantly wondering, you know, how it can change and stuff. And that's another thing to practice is narrow your focus level up, figure out why you want to be great and be great. Believe you're going to be great. Believe you can hit the ball great. Believe you can shoot low scores. I don't know. I hope this inspired you if nothing else and makes you want to practice these affirmations. And I hope you learned a thing or two. Like I said before, I'm not perfect at this game, but I'm constantly working to get better at it. And that's what makes it so interesting is it's never going to be the same. One day is not going to be the same as the next, and it's always something we can improve on. There's always different things we can be practicing on and off the golf course. Feel free to follow me on social media, Avery underscore Dovsek. That is A-V-E-R-E-E underscore D-O-V-S-E-K. You can find me on basically any platform. I'd love to chat and stay connected. I'm so excited for where this is going to go, and thank you for listening to episode one of the Why You Suck at Golf podcast.